Matthew chapter 13, verses 24 through 43. Yep. <laughs> Alright. He put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field. But, while everyone was asleep, the enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat, and they went away. So, when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared as well. And the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. The slave said to him, Then do you want us to go and gather them? But he replied, No, for in gathering the weeds you would uproot the wheat along with them. Let them both grow together until the harvest, and at harvest time I will tell the reapers, Collect, collect the weeds first, and bind them in bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. He put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in his field. It is the smallest of all the seeds, but when it has grown, it is the greatest of the shrubs and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches. And he told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. Jesus told the crowds all these things in parables. Without a parable, he told them nothing. This was to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet. I will open my mouth to speak in parables. I will proclaim what has been hidden from the foundation of the world. Then he left the crowds and went to the house, and his disciples approached him, saying, Explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. And he answered, The one who sows the seed is the son of man. The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one. And the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. Just as the weeds are collected and burned up, fire uh, burned up with fire, makes sense. So will it be at the end of the age? The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will collect out of his kingdom all causes of sin and all evildoers. They will be thrown into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping, gnashing of teeth. And the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. Let anyone with ears listen. It's the word of the Lord. Yes. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Nailed it. Right on. Cool. So, we are trucking along in Matthew. Uh, we are in the narrative lectionary. Week something or other, this uh, week 23, bananas. We're riding this thing all the way to Pentecost, then we're all going to pass out for a month and come back. So, yeah, and uh, there's a lot going on here in the text this morning. So, anybody, this is like their favorite scripture ever. Anybody like create like parable heads in here, you know? Yeah, I got you. Love me some parables. Oh my word, parables are so good. Um, yeah, you know, uh, it's always uh, an odd time um, coming back from 
these conferences. Uh, so like a bunch of us were at M19 and car keys don't. Somebody remember, help me remember car keys. Um, we came back from M19 and, and it's always funny when you, uh, if you've ever been to, you know, you spent like three days at these like workshops and these plenary sessions and it's like all this stuff, uh, right? And it's just so much information. And, uh, and I realized after having like done like dozens of these things in my life, like you can go to all these workshops and you can like and you can make all these little notes, you can fill in the blanks, right? But somehow, uh, sometimes you just sort of like get back home and, and, and you're just relatively kind of unchanged. You know, you can just sort of like, oh, that was, that was fun, right? Like what's, what's on television? You know, and, and there's this sort of, uh, what really happened there? Uh, unless you happen to meet your spouse at one of these, which then it will change your life. Uh, and so, uh, you know who you are. Uh, anyway, but, uh, you know, but sometimes it's just kind of easy to, to, to let that happen. Uh, this week, I, I've been just, I haven't been able to escape this, uh, this sort of image of what it means to be good soil. And uh, what it means that, that we have uh, uh, good soil and that we're, you know, light and fluffy and full of nitrogen and, and worms, right? I'm talking like ready to plant good soil. Are you with me? Uh, what does it mean to be good soil, uh, right? Uh, this parable that, that Chelsea read earlier, uh, you know, that's, that's definitely uh, one of the more faves, right? And uh, talks about how the sower came and sowed on the rocky ground and the path and, and all this other stuff, right? Uh, you know, it's not just a cute parable, though, is it? Uh, it's, like, it's like the difference between a, a life lived and, like, death, right? Scorched, withered, choked. Anybody here uh, like peppers this morning? Big pepper eaters? Dude, I love pepper. But not as much as my three-year-old, who I actually had to hide it over here because I knew if it was sitting here, she would eat it. And, uh, and Chelsea told me this morning, I had, I had no idea. I never heard that, that if there's like four nubs, it's a male, female, that's not what you said. Uh, four nubs, there's, it's a female, three nubs is a male, right? Who knew, uh, right? So don't dig into that, okay? Uh, but, um, man, I, aren't, like, plants, like, uh, amazing? Uh, I, I love, I love peppers. Uh, anybody want some of this guy? I'm just gonna... Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Vegetables? What? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Taking care of your body? What? Oh, man. Please come take care of me. Yeah, try it. Can't have... I'm probably gonna Yeah, we have so much chocolate in our house right now from... Man, you know what I love about peppers... Is, you a knife? Is... No, I'm doing great. Okay. Is, um... <laughs> Is uh, how many like seeds are in there? Like it's just like it's just like everywhere, isn't it? I mean, anybody ever just eat this part? You know, just no, no, really, really, no. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's kind of weird and cool. Uh, and uh, if your mom uh, taught you anything about watermelon seeds, it's probably the truth. Pepper seeds, you know, you, they grow once you die or something. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, but I, I just love how there's so many seeds uh, in these in these things. It's like it's just like prolific, right? And if, if you've ever really thought about it, like 
like one of these little seeds here, uh, right, can has the potential to produce, right, a whole other plant. Like, uh, like one of these seeds can like make a whole other plant. And that plant can maybe give you a dozen or more peppers. And in each and every pepper, there's like hundreds of little seeds, right? And one of those seeds can then go make another plant that makes like a dozen peppers. And there's like that, like, the, the I mean, it's like life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, do you ever just stop and think about it? I was having lunch the other day. It was just me and Daly. And I was like dialoguing about this. And she, I'm sure, was getting everything. You know, and I was like, Daly, have you ever just thought about like, <laughs> Like seeds, and, and she was like pepper. And, uh, I mean, it's like amazing. Uh, I mean, are you with me? I mean, it's like life. Um, but but you know, like the interesting thing about about like all of these seeds is not a single one of these seeds will produce anything. Without good soil, are you with me? You gotta have it. So there you go. I'll let you pass that around. Ooh, okay. Go and be nourished. Go and be nourished. It's pretty good, isn't it? Kevin bought it, so I don't know if it's organic. So you have to ask him about that. So uh, I've been thinking about this conference and. Uh, the, like I said, the Airbnb we stayed at was like this big house, and it was like it was like Hobby Lobby meets Kirkland's. There was like a there was a war room uh, with a prayer book. No door though, so uh, uh, you know it was just like epic. Uh, so and every morning, uh, our our trip mom Stephanie, uh, sorry dude, she went out. There were just more points, but she uh, she made us breakfast uh, for Tuesday and Wednesday morning, and it was so good. And we gathered around our little table, and uh, and we just sort of, uh, in the mornings, and we had breakfast, and we just shared uh, what was going on, uh, and, and sort of what we had been digesting from the, the time. And, I, and I'm so impressed by the soil uh, of our little group there, uh, and how much we were just sort of uh, processing of it all. Uh, you know, it really challenged me, like, oh man, people are getting stuff. Uh, you know, I was like, uh, that's good, you know, I'm a little too cynical of being, uh, being through too many of these things. Uh, but, uh, you know, it really uh, challenged me. Uh, you know, the easiest thing to do at something like this is like, oh, I've, I've heard this before. Uh, yeah, there's nothing new here, you know. You guys have all been in the service, it's like, what's the lunch ETA? You know, it's like, it's easy just to like live in that space, right? It's a little more difficult uh, to find yourself saying... Lord, what can I receive here? What do you want to plant in me here? What what's what's here that I can grab? What do you want to what do you want to teach me here? Are you are you with me? It, it, it takes a little bit more. You can either live your life uh, where uh, nothing and, and no one is your teacher, right? Uh, that that you don't allow anything to be your teacher, and and you don't grow, you don't really produce fruit there. You just sort of kind of hang out, or you can live your life where uh, anything. And any one can be your teacher, right? Uh, and sometimes that's hard. <laughs> sometimes you're like, I don't know what I'm gonna learn here, you know? Uh, maybe what you're learning is uh, something about perseverance, uh, right? Uh, but but what does it mean that that your very uh, demeanor, uh, right, becomes oriented around 
being good soil. Uh, it's interesting to, to think about. Uh, so anyway, we, we had this, this great time uh, just sharing uh, together um, in the mornings. And, and I noticed something that, uh, that in order to share, like, like you, you can't just share... Everyone here who was there is like, what's he going to say? Yeah. Uh, you can't just share what you're learning, right? You can't just share uh, the, the nuggets. Like, if you're really honest, like, you can't just share the good things without also sharing uh, kind of the bad things, right? Kind of the struggle, uh, kind of the tears, right? I think the first morning we all left the house, like, crying, you know, uh, and it was yeah. just like, it's just kind of like part of it. Are you with me? Like, you, it, like the, it kind of goes hand in hand, right? Uh, like, if you're going to really share, like, well, it kind of involves both the, the good and, and sort of the the ugly stuff. Like, the stuff you, you know, if, you, if you're really sharing, like, the, all the stuff, all the struggles and the yokes that we're carrying. Uh, so we get this big, uh, we get this big passage uh, this morning. And it's out of Matthew 13, and Jesus starts by telling this parable um, that, you know, the kingdom of heaven can be compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field, verse 24. But while everybody was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat. Who does that? Uh, you know, I wonder if that was like a thing back in the day. Like your enemy comes, and like I'm going to sneak in. And, you know, I mean, I guess if you got comp- competition, it's a thing. And so the plants came out before again, the weeds appeared as well. Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where did these weeds come from? I like the accusation, you know. Didn't you sow good seed? Where did you get this packet, you know? An enemy has done this, right? So you get sort of this parable about the weeds and the wheat. Uh, and then it uh, brought some of my wheat here with me today. I grew this in my backyard. Not really. That would be awesome. Actually, a couple of years ago, because I've been really getting into my, my backyard gardening, Emily's like, we could grow a bunch of wheat, and we could just make our own bread. <laughs> I'm like, I think that's a lot of work. <laughs> uh, you know. Look, I've got some bread right here. Uh, but it's a, good, it's, a, it's a good thing to think about. It's so much work. So, we've got some wheat. There's some wheat. Anybody else want to chew on some wheat? Look, how far do they Not really. Yes. Think about it. Think about it. Doesn't really smell like anything. So, then he tells the second parable. Uh, he said that kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, right? This small little seed, smaller than even one of these little pepper seeds, right? If you've ever seen a mustard seed. One of, one of my favorite gifts I got uh, in childhood was a bookmark with a, little, with a little button on it. And inside the button was like an encapsulated mustard seed, right? You can barely see it. It's like just a little thing, yeah. right? It's pretty cool. So he tells them about this, this mustard seed. Then he tells them this parable about uh, yeast, uh, right, and and then uh, it's really interesting. You you get sort of this this different kind of pericope, and I want to spend just a minute here uh, because it, it's sort of funny. It's like you get these three parables, right? The wheat, the mustard, and the yeast. Uh, but then you get this little interlude, and if you're kind of paying close attention, it goes from like 36 to 43, and 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 it says it's kind of like explaining the parable, and he says. 
Now, the good seed is the son of man, the field is the world, the, the good seed are the children, the weeds are the children of the evil one, the one who sowed them is the devil, the harvest is the end of the age, the reapers are the angels, you know, and, and, it's, and it's kind of strange. It's almost like, he's like, well, and this is this, and this is this, and this is this, and that is that, and this is this, and uh, it's, 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 kind of, it's kind of strange. It's like Jesus gives a legend, like, yeah, no, it's like, here's how we're going to break this down. Um, and so... Uh, I, it just really sticks out uh, uh, like a sore thumb, and so I got to really doing some research about it. And most scholars really argue that this is either uh, an interpretation or either really heavily rewritten uh, by the early church, uh, which I, I, you know, because it doesn't really necessarily uh, consist. Is it consistent with uh, how Jesus usually rolls the parables? Which I think it's probably true, right? Then we find that. That something uh, that this is not just about something apocalyptic, but this is about something maybe right now that's happening, right? Jesus usually does that. Anyway, so for the sake of this morning, I want to uh, do. I just want to kind of take that and I want to set it aside for a minute, and I want us to really marinate on this wheat and this weeds parable, uh, right? Uh, to we'll do what parables do, right? To make us invite us into the wondering of it, right? Well, what is this parable about? What is this parable saying? Uh, right, and then sort of come back and see what we can grab um, out of this. And so um, I just want us to kind of sit with this. Uh, and so he gives us this parable, right? Kingdom of heaven. It's like a field. Someone sowed good seeds. Someone sowed some weeds. Uh, right. All this sort of happens. And he says, verse 27, uh, the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come from? I love this question. You ever you ever ask this question? It's like, where where did these weeds come from in my life? Right? You ever ever feel like someone like like sowed weeds with your wheat? You know what I'm saying? Like uh some of you are like, I feel like someone sowed wheat with my weed one time. I'm just Bad joke. Oh my god. I'm just seeing his legs. You ever feel like someone just sowed weeds with your wheat before? It's like at the beginning, it's like it's like uh, like early on in your life, like just like bad seeds were planted. You know what I'm saying? And sort of intermingle with the good. I think we've all got that. I think we've all got some sort of uh, something early on, right? Or something that, that happened even recently, right? Where it's like, uh, you know, brokenness, the, the, the frailty of relationships, right? Uh, abuse, right? All these things, right? All these weeds just mixed in with our wheat. It's life, right? It's, it's kind of, mm, it's kind of how we're, how we're all formed. Um, but what do we do about it? What do we do about these struggles? What do we do about these shortcomings? What do we do about this sin? What do we do about all of this just sort of mucky stuff? Like, like it's almost like the, the field has just been sort of mucked up. Are you, are you with me? It's like it's all just sort of messed up now uh, because you can't separate the weeds from the wheat, right? And, and so our life somehow now also seems just to kind of produce weeds uh, along with the wheat. Uh, today we want to know how to like GMO a solution. Uh, are you with me? We want to like genetically modify ourselves out of this mess. Are you with me? Like, like how can we, how can we like science our way out of this stuff, uh, right? Out of out of the weeds, right? 
just unnatural. Uh, this week, uh, I just read uh, an article, and it was saying how uh, glyphosate, uh, an herbicide, I don't know if you guys saw this, that remains the world's most ubiquitous uh, weed killer, raises the cancer risk of those exposed to it by 41%, a new study says. Crazy. So it goes on to say researchers from the University of Washington evaluated existing studies into the chemical and uh, found in weed killers such as Monsanto's popular Roundup and concluded that it significantly increases the risk of non-Hodgkin lymphoma, a cancer of the immune system. And so you kind of hear this stuff and it's like, it's kind of like nothing new, right? It's like it's kind of like, this is not a surprise, uh, but, but what is uh, here is that we're actually finally getting the data, right? We're actually finally having some data uh, that, that puts some, some concrete uh, something on this, right? Uh, we're finally seeing how this is actually playing out uh, and how bad it really is, right? See, the world's solution is to kind of spray, hose the problem down. Are you with me? Uh, like, like, just spray the weeds, uh, spray the bugs, right? Put some poison here and there, and we'll just stop this thing in its tracks. Are you with me? Uh, so it's no it's no coincidence that America finds itself in what Emily would call cancer land. Uh, <laughs> you know what about. Uh, her term, not mine. Uh, you know, it's like we don't trust the long process of of healing and, and cultivation, uh, right? We we operate out of, out of scarcity and greed. We want to we want to fix this thing now, right? We want to hose it down. We're gonna pull those weeds out. We've got thousands of people to feed, right? And so we don't really have time to do it any other way. We need tractors. We need pesticides. You're like, what are we talking about? Now? You know, in contrast, it's interesting when Jesus wanted to feed thousands of people. Sign up, right? He invites us into this awesome moment of uh, what it means to be people who share. Sermon for another time. You're really excited about that stuff. Um, you know, I think the church often responds like American crop culture sometimes. Uh, I think I think what happens uh, when when Western dualism hijacks the gospel. Uh, are you with me? It's like it's like we get we get like we get like hosed down with. Jesus pesticide, you know what I'm saying? It's like, is that what baptism is? Like, we're like dunked into God's pesticide and we come out and we're like, good, you know? It's like, uh, eradicate, you know? Like, end it, right? It's, it's easy to think about uh, this sort of gospel that's like, uh, that, that, that it's just very dualistic like this. It's like, let's, let's hose this thing down. Uh, let's clean it up. Total eradication, right? Is that what sanctification is? That we remove all struggle and sin and suffering, right? So that we can be uh, totally outside of that forever, uh, right? This is how we get fake gospel. Trump's allowed to talk about fake news. I can talk about fake gospel, right? <laughs> this is how we get fake gospel. That, that as if, if you experience any of these things, that you're outside of the will of God, right? That you're outside of the plan of God, if, if anything is going wrong in your life. Um, we were in, a, in one of the workshops, and this is a really cool guy, and he was talking about holiness like you do. And uh, he, was, he was saying how he had met this 
one gentleman who was just like proclaiming his entire sanctification and he was like praise be to the Lord I haven't sinned in 37 years amen and, and you're like what <laughs> it's like is is that how this works uh, you know like man I got a long way to go you know it's uh, I mean whew. Is, is that what we believe? Yeah. Says the slave said to him, Then do you want us to go and gather them? But he replied, No, for in gathering the weeds, you would uproot the wheat along with them. Let both of them grow together until the harvest. I like that. He's like not at all worried that the weeds are going to choke out the wheat, right? It's just, it's not, it's like almost the opposite. It's like, leave the struggle. Let's just leave the problem. If you attempt to, to pull it out, you'll just uproot the whole thing, right? It's the whole, the whole thing will just be botched, right? You'll have a barren field, no wheat, no weeds, right? Nothing. It's, it's interesting that we don't, we don't even possess the capacity to do the separating, right? That's like God's business. That's like what God's up to. Uh, that's what I really love uh, about the, the very end uh, that, that we still get in the pericope there. It's like, at, at the end of the thing, God, God's going to do the separating, right? It's going to be barns, and there's going to be burning, right? But <laughs> there's going to be a purification, and there's going to be a, a, a keeping what is good, right? But but that's not even our thing, right? That's that's not our job to do the separating. It's not, even, it's not even within our wheelhouse, right? That's God. God handles that, right? There's no gem genetically modifying our way out of the weeds, right? There, there's no GMOing our way out of the suffering and out of the struggle, right? Out of the mess of it, uh, right? There's no quick fix. There's no trying harder and gritting our teeth and, and really like strapping our boots on and, 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 and getting ourselves out of all of this, right? What if our God this morning, uh, what if our God is into uh, soil? restoration could also be confused with soul restoration mm -mm. right look at your neighbor and say Jesus wants to save your soil I'm convinced that this should be our teacher for the creation care of it Jesus wants to save your soil. <laughs> what, if, what if this morning Jesus wants to save your soil? No, I'm not saying soil in a northern accent, but it doesn't. Uh, from what I understand, and I'm kind of getting out of my turf today, so Jason can jump in and help me here. But what I understand about at least prairie restoration is that you get a group of cattle, right? If you want to go big, maybe some buffalo, and you graze them over a particular area, and they eat everything down to a nub, and they trample over everything, and they poop everywhere, and then you move them off to another patch, and then you grow back up, and, and then they come, and then they, they, they eat, and, and they trample, and they poop, and then they move. Right? And then you grow back, and then they come again, and they, they trample, and they eat, and they poop, and they move, and then eventually, like, you're kind of better again. You're like, all right, prairie restoration. Uh, right? Anybody? I thought it was good. Uh, amen! Yeah. Uh, 
Are we talking about soil here? Are we talking about soul here? Could it be that the truth might speak to both? I can't help but wonder about it. I love the other two parables here. Uh, the, the mustard seed. Uh, it's, uh, if you know anything about it, like it's, it's almost kind of a kudzu type of thing uh, that, that happens, right? It's, uh, it just sort of like begins to, to spread everywhere. It's a, it's a really cool image, right? It just kind of takes over an area. Uh, and then he talks about yeast. Uh, and a, so he, he tells like this small parable about a mustard seed. And then he tells this like really, really uh, small parable about yeast. You guys ever seen yeast? I mean, it's like you almost can't see it. It's in a jar, just so I can bring it. Let's see if I can get some out here. There's a bunch of yeast. How small yeast is? What would happen? Never eaten like never explode. Please. I have a really strong temptation to just. Yeast. Ah, that's pretty small. And then he tells us. He tells this parable. Right. Uh, oh, also the interesting thing, if you read any commentaries on this, this is all anyone can talk about, and uh, is uh, how, so in Old Testament times, um, like yeast was a common, common metaphor, but it was always used to talk about that which is sort of wrong and that which is sort of evil and how evil can spread. And then uh, Jesus takes this term and he just hijacks it for the kingdom and he uses it for this kingdom analogy of how the kingdom can spread. And he tells this parable about this lady who takes yeast and uh, kneads it into like a ridiculous amount of dough. Like you don't really translate that, but it's like, it's like enough bread to feed over 150 people, right? And, and I love how one commentator said, he was like, that one lone woman working with that massive amount of flour has either lost her mind or is working for the Kingdom Bakery. Uh, I, I love that. Uh, it's like, have you lost your mind? You know, yeah, it's just, I love this, I love this bear. Uh, yeah, it's just, so there's almost this kind of continual image happening here of this cultivating, this kneading into a Kingdom Life, right? It's this true image of entire sanctification. You know, I was I was uh, making I'm sorry, yeast on me. Uh, I was making uh, biscuits yesterday morning, like you do on a Saturday morning. It's like it's like my Saturday morning thing sometimes. And uh, only if I got buttermilk, because you got to do it with buttermilk. And uh, and actually, I, I've thought about like publishing like like Southern takes on Jesus parables. You know, like the kingdom of heaven. It's like making buttermilk biscuits or something. I think there could be something there. Uh, but but I but I had the flour and I had the the baking powder and I put like a couple teaspoons in and I was like it's like shoot is that right you know and uh, and, and like it doesn't matter does it because it's in there you know it's like there is no extracting the baking powder out from the flour are you with me. Like, and the more you stir it, the more it's just taking over the whole batch. I was like, there is no getting it back out, right? I, I love this image that the yeast is worked into to all the dough. Are you with me? This is, this is key this morning. I'm going to lay in this thing, but, but we have to catch this, right? That this, this whole thing, that this, this yeast slowly, just imagine this woman or a man, right? I mean, you can go either way. And, and uh, you're kneading this dough. You're kneading this yeast 
slowly penetrating, right? This whole batch of dough, it took forever, right? You ever watch the Great British Breaking, Baking Show? You know, they're like kneading dough, they're slapping it around, you know, they're sweating profusely. They're just so, it's like work, you know? It's slowly making its way through the entire batch, right? But this beautiful just sort of takeover happens, right? It slowly penetrates you as you grow, as you become better, as you transform, as you change, as you bear fruit, right? It slowly takes over your life until it's got all of you, uh, right? Some of you this morning are, 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 are maybe praying for change or, or praying for healing or praying for something to happen in your life. And could I suggest that it, that it is happening and, and, and that it will continue to happen, right? That, 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 that the kingdom is being needed into you, whether you recognize it or not at any given point, right? There's this sort of this, this takeover. God is cultivating something in you. Dare I suggest this morning that, that entire sanctification has never been this moment where we're like, praise the Lord, I'm all done. You know, like, nailed it, 37 years, never sinned, what's on television, you know? And what, what, what if it's never been this? What if, what if our journey with God, what if salvation, what if holiness, what if this whole shenanigan that is life has never been, like, I'm all done? Uh, but what if it's more like, I'm all in? Like, what if this is kind of like, you know what, Lord, I'm all in, let's... Let's do this, right? God isn't scared of the weeds. It's pretty cool. But I, but I even wonder this morning in closing that it's also not just about me saying, I'm all in, Lord. But what if sanctification really begins to happen when we realize that God's all in? It's like, what if this morning, God's all in? He's like all in for you. Like he's, he's, you're like his favorite, right? She's especially fond of you. Are you with me? Like, like you're like it. You're, you're a child, right? God's all in in your life, right? If you can begin to receive that, man, you got it. Maybe this, you this, know, this is what it is, right? Just sort of this dance, right? Can you receive that? What what soil are you today? Can you receive it? May God do a cultivating work in, in each and every one of our lives this morning. And at the end of, of this whole thing, and God sends his angels and they come down and decide to pluck some weeds. I, I hope that there's I hope there's barely any left in your life. May you find yourself needed further and completely into the kingdom of God this morning. May you know that it's okay that there's some wheat uh, with the weeds. Let's pray this morning. Lord, I give you thanks for your word uh, that continue continues to draw us into wonder and as we venture to understand uh, as we always do what it means for our lives um, we ask that you transform us 
Help us to be a people uh, who's all in with you. <coughs> Help us to know that you're all in with us. We give you thanks in your name. Amen. Amen. Be satisfied in